The following episode contains major plot points that may spoil movies for some viewers. A spoiler warning is now in effect. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Abbey Normal Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Bourne. And I'm Leah. How's it going? Sorry if you hear any crying in the background. We've got Bowie and Lily in the crates. They're probably going to be doing this for quite a while, so bear with us. Just Lily, really. She's the only one who cries. Yeah, because she's a fucking crybaby. So for anybody who turned into, tuned into last week's episode where we played the Trivial Pursuit game, you'll probably notice that in that episode I attached a question. So what I did was I pulled one of our Trivial Pursuit cards, I rolled the dice, and whichever color I landed on was the question I asked from the card. And the question was, what profession, what is the profession of Aurora in The Orphanage, which was a 2007 movie? She a teacher? Well, she was a psychic. Oh. So if you guess psychic, you got it correct. Cool. I unfortunately, don't know what you win, but... I was going to say, unfortunately, you don't really win anything, but that was the answer to the question. Wow, you ruined a lot of people there. I just thought it would be fun. Mm. Well, so, speaking of fun, here's what we're going to do today. So, like I mentioned before, I have a lot of fun looking up fun facts about horror movies. So I thought it would be fun if we did another fun fact quiz. So this week we're going to do Fun Facts Remakes Edition. So I picked 15 fun facts from horror movie remakes, and Colin's got to guess which ones are which. How many horror movie remakes would you say you've seen so far, Colin? Regrettably, probably way too many because they're all fucking awful. <sighs> Except for um, ones like It and um, Candyman. Those are really good remakes. Mm -hmm. um, the other ones, definitely don't watch them. All right. I think the worst one I've probably ever seen is Nightmare on Elm Street. That's the worst remake. You know what? That movie sucked ass. That movie wasn't even a movie. It was just a short clip of how awful it is. You know what? I liked the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. That's fine. And I don't judge you for it. I just think it's a god-awful movie. But you want to know something funny, and I'm not sure if you ever knew... But Robert Englund, the guy who played the original Freddy Krueger, he actually encouraged Jackie Earl Haley to take on the role yeah, as Freddy Krueger. Yeah, but then in an interview he did, he actually didn't like it. You know what? That's just... Ugh, fuck you. All what? right? I'm just saying. I'm just bringing facts out there. I'm not trying to be mean. Well, a lot of people who had some connection to the movie who had seen Jackie Earl Haley's performance in The Watchmen really praised his performance in that movie and encouraged him to go on to doing the remake. I'm not going to go into this with you anymore. <laughs> do you want to get started? Yeah, let's do that. All right. Question one. Victor Miller, the screenwriter of the original 1980 film, said the script was written in a way that could have been deemed a sequel as opposed to a remake because that meant they could pay him less if the movie qualified as a sequel. There are like uh, different movies to choose from from this, or what? I mean, like a multiple choice answer? Yeah. No. Why don't they do that? This is so dumb. First of all, I didn't. That's not how the game works. I find the fun facts. Friday the Thirteenth. How did you know that? Nineteen eighty. Whatever. Anyway, go on. This film is the first horror remake Jared Padalecki stars in. The second being 2009's Friday the Thirteenth. Let's say the. The 2000s was a really big era for horror 
horror movie remakes. Well, especially the 2010s. The 2010s were a big era for and remakes. A lot of them starred the same actors and actresses. Mm. So Jared Padalecki was in two horror movie remakes. Friday the 13th, which you've already guessed, mm-hmm. and... What year did the other one come out? This one came out in 2005. So this is his first horror film remake. Hmm. A horror film remake. Um, did you even say what the movie was about? No. Oh. Is there other hints that you can give me? During the production of this movie, there were a lot of affairs that took place. Oh. Yep, amongst some of the co-actors. That's not what I was going for. You're like, you're like weird flex, but okay. Well, that's not what I was asking. That's not a hint. That doesn't really. What movie am I going to know that people fucked okay. the, behind the scenes? It's it's a remake of a Vincent Price movie. I'll give you that one. Oh. Yeah. Now keep in mind, there are tons of remakes of Vincent Price films. This one just happened to be released in 2005. Sto- stars Jared Padalecki. Who else stars in it? Paris Hilton, oh, Chad right. Michael Murray. Who's Chad Michael Murray? Chad Michael Murray was in a Cinderella story with Hilary Duff. Wait a minute. Wait. He was. See, this is the fun. This is another fun fact. My, he was married. Um, he was married to Sophia Bush at the time of the production. He cheated on her with Paris Hilton, who was dating Nick Carter at the time. Ew. Who? Yep. Who the hell would date Nick Carter? That's gross. Paris Hilton back in two thousand five. That's gross. Yeah, but probably not as gross. Do you as- give up? Probably not as gross as Aaron Carter, but... Um, I know, but do you give up? Hold on, just give me a sec. All right. It's a Vincent Price remake. And Paris Hilton is in a what-the-fuck movie. That... You know what? Never mind. I'm not going to get heated from this. It's okay to say if you don't know. Fuck a tree and make some apples. Give me the answer. House of Wax. What the fuck H is going on? What do you mean? I'm upset because I kind of... Oh, I should have knew it was House of Wax because it is a Vincent Price film. Mm. All right. Number three. Stupid book. Don't get mad at me in my notebook. Stupid notebook. A coon out of my ass. Number three. Tyler Maine is the tallest actor to portray this character at a height of six foot eight. Slenderman. Nope. Oh. So when has Slenderman been an original film from like... Oh, yeah, that's right. It's never a remake. Yeah. Boof. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> sorry, I don't mean to be like that. I'm sorry. I'm just really heated. He's actually one of my favorite actors to portray this character. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. Jason Momoa is your favorite actor. No, no, um, that's not even what I said. Actually, you think he's hot. But yeah. I think he's attractive, but that's not what I'm talking attractive about. Attractive is not the word I would say to Tyler you. Tyler Maine is the tallest actor to portray this character. He's one of my favorites because of how fucking tall he is. Yeah. Six foot eight inches? How tall are you? 5'11". Yeah, okay. I actually On am. a good day. When you're not slouching. Shut your fucking mouth. You know what? I'm He's th- tall. He's incredibly tall. Do you give up? Yeah. Halloween. Okay, cool story, bro. Next one. All right. Dildo. The role of Rachel was first offered to Jennifer Connelly, who would later star in another Japanese horror remake, Dark Water, released in 2005. Mm-hmm. The script was then offered to three other actresses before it reached Naomi Watts. Oh, shit. So keep in mind, 
This is a Japanese horror remake. The Grudge? Nope. During this time, there were five Japanese horror horror movie remakes. So it's not The Grudge. And it's not Dark Water. Sorry, I can't talk today. I can never talk whenever I'm, like, doing this shit. Yeah, because you're nervous. A lot of people are listening. Anyway. (laughs) I don't know. The Ring. Okay, cool story. (laughs) You started out strong, and now you're like... I don't care because I don't like remakes. Okay. They fucking suck. Why do you give me this? Okay. Remakes make me heated. Whatever. My God. Oh, my God. I just want to... Okay. Now listen to this carefully. All right? I don't like this. See Ernest Hearth, who plays one of the ghosts, dresses a baby would also play a similarly dressed character in Trick or Treat, released in 2007. Okay. Which movie is it? Um... I actually thought that one was really interesting, because Trick or Treat's one of my favorite movies. And I, like, when you watch it and you see that he's, you know, that character who's dressed up as a baby at that party, and then he, like, shows up later dead. I just thought that was interesting. Hmm. A baby. (laughs) A ghost dresses a baby. Ghost dressed Thirteen Ghosts? Yes. What? Yeah. I was just joking. God damn it, I hate remakes. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid remakes. Okay. This one you should know. Mm. And I'm I'm not good with name pronunciation, so I apologize in advance. Colin Farrell said he took on the leading role because he liked Craig Galseppi's work on Lars and the Real Girl. Fright Night. Yep. The only remake I know... That was actually a really good remake. That's one of the few remakes I actually do like. Yep. Fright Night was actually a good one. And the original's really good. So I And also, he killed Chris Sarandon, who was the original vampire from Fright Night, came in as a cameo for the re- remake, and he kills him, so it's basically a passing of the torch. Okay. So Good to know. Yeah. Number seven. This is the third horror film remake to star Katie Cassidy, who previously starred in... 2016's or 2006, sorry, when a stranger calls, and 2006 is Black Christmas, the one that you and I watched and hated. What movie? Uh, oh, this is the a... third horror film remake Katie Cassidy has starred in. All right, so she was in. She was in when a stranger calls, which was released in 2006, and then she was in Black Christmas, which was also released in 2006, and then she was in another movie. Which was released in 2010. Oh, Prominent? No. Nope. So mad. <laughs> hate remakes. <laughs> Can never understand them. Anyway, um, I don't know. Give up. You give up? Yeah. A Nightmare on Elm Street. Fuck your and remakes. You know, one of the sad thing is, like, for me. Sad thing for me is I, I hate remakes. I like remakes. No, I no, here's the thing. For me, I like remakes, and I appreciate when people try to attempt to re- to make a remake. But yet they fail. Sometimes they're a flop. Sometimes, sometimes they're good. All the time they are. This, this movie did pretty good at the box office, but it got insanely negative reviews from critics, fans, and just yeah, it's, professionals in the... Just because people saw it and everything doesn't mean they liked it. They only went to see it just to try it out, and then it was awful. I understand that. It, it just sucks that it, it got that bad. Even Rooney Mara, who played Nancy, said she hated being in that movie so much, she almost quitted acting. Like, altogether. It, it, 
I don't know. I don't know what to say to that because it's like, for one thing, that sucks. You know, not only sucks for her, but sucks for the people who actually put a lot of effort into that movie. Yeah. But, you know, who am I to judge or have any input in the matter? Uh, number eight. The 1981 original film was one of a number of holiday-themed horror movies following the success of Halloween. Tom Atkins, who appeared in Halloween 3, and Betsy Rue, who appeared in Halloween 2, are in this movie. Holiday film? It's a holiday-themed film, which I have another fun fact to follow this up with, if you can guess it. Mm. So it's a holiday-themed movie. Not Halloween. There were quite a few in that time. Is it Valentine's? Oh, wait. My Bloody Valentine? Yep. Oh, my fucking God. I hate remakes. And you know what I know what's funny? It came out the same year as Friday the 13th remake. And there's actually a scene in the movie where the there's a flyer that says Valentine's Day is this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Which would have made the day before Friday the 13th. Which is interesting. I like it a lot. Alright, number nine. Aaron's last name was supposed to be Hard- Hardesty? The same name as Sally from the original 1974 film. Mm-hmm. Black Christmas? Nope. Oh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yep. Okay, cool. Number 10. Makeup artist Greg Nicotero was featured as Cyst, the mutant with the Halo headgear. Halo headgear. Oh, wait a minute. My Bloody Valentine? No. You already guessed that. Well, it could be guessed again. No. Halo headgear? Makeup artist Greg Nicotero was featured as Cyst, the mutant with the halo headgear. I don't know. Just, just say the okay, answer. Okay, it's The Hills Have Eyes. I've never seen it, so... Alright, I'm just saying. Number 11. Not only was this Chloe Grace Moretz's film debut, but she performed most of her own stunts despite being eight years old during production. Let me in. Nope. Oh? Nope. I said Oh. She was in. She was another actress who was, was in quite a few horror film remakes. That's cute. Anyway, she was in Let Me In. She was in Suspiria. She was in this movie that I'm not going to name you because I didn't want you to guess it. Because I don't know. It's Amityville Horror. Oh, that's cool. I didn't even know she was in it. Yeah, she played the youngest child. That was a god awful movie. I know it wasn't the best. But to be fair, the original wasn't that great either. To be fair, the remake sucked. And Josh and John Brolin actually made the, the original so much better with his acting than Ryan Reynolds. Well, Ryan Reynolds' acting choices were interesting. Because another one I read was he chose to distance himself from his, quote, like, movie children. Because if you watch the movie over time, he's supposed to pull away from his children as this demonic possession starts to overcome him. Mm-hmm. So he didn't want to get too attached out of fear that it could be damaging for him and the kids when he got that way during his acting performances. Mm-hmm. Plus it helps. Wait, his know. children were on the set or something? No, his movie children. Oh, movie children. Me- mm-hmm. Meaning the children that you act with who are yeah. acting as your family. Mm-hmm. That's what he meant. Yeah, he didn't want to scare them, right? Well, he didn't want to, like... He didn't want to make it difficult to act those scenes where he tries to pull away from them. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Because it's hard sometimes. When you have 
those kind of connections with people, especially young children, you, d- you don't want to, like, get too attached and then make those scenes difficult to perform. I don't, yeah. Okay. Go on. Number 12. This is the only Japanese horror movie remake where the story takes place in Japan. Grudge? Yeah. Oh. I actually thought that one was interesting. Okay. Number 13. And you should know this one. Although he was a... Or, oh, sorry. Although he has a background in CGI, Fed Alvarez chose to go with practical effects for the film, visuals, as tribute to the director's efforts of this 1980 original film. Oh? Yeah. Prom Night? Nope. Well, that's not really a good hint, so if you can give me a hint, I might know it. It's one of your favorite movies. That's a, that's hard because I have a lot of favorites. You got to be more specific, okay. not Atlantic. The director in question was Sam Raimi. Oh, Evil Dead. Yep. Okay. See, first of all, Evil Dead came out in '81, didn't come out in 1980. Well, that's what I had written down. Well, it was filmed in 1980, but it wasn't released till 1981. Sorry, go on. Number fourteen, Chloe Grace Moretz's character, her physical appearance and personality were inspired by photographs of a 12-year-old homeless girl taken by Mary Ellen Mark. This was another movie you had guessed earlier. Let me in? Yep. Oh. I actually, I know exactly which photographs they were talking about because when I went to a community college for photography. They showed it? Well, you sometimes have to look up and sometimes reference other photographers. Mm -hmm. So while I focused on a lot on Annie Leibovitz, a lot of people were inspired by Mary Ellen Mark and her uh, photographs. Mm -hmm. And she actually had developed a like friendship and relationship with one of her subjects really yeah which was a 12 year old homeless girl oh nice yeah which i thought was cool and the last one aside from the title and the concept of teenagers being stalked by a killer at prom this film shares no concept to the original 1980 film prom night yep which i kind of figure Actually, I prefer the remake to Prom Night than the original because the original yeah. was so dumb and it didn't make any sense. Right. It has like, and we talked about this when we did the remake debate episode for it because when you watch the original, it really centers around these group of kids who shared a horrific childhood secret that they took with them going into high school. And because of that secret from their childhood, this killer stalks and kills them out of revenge. It doesn't really have too much to do with high school issues in general, but that's what we, I think that's what you and I liked about the remake was that it was a a high school student who was being stalked and obsessed by this teacher who killed her family and then sought out to possess her in some way, shape or form. Yeah. Let me count up what we got here. So out of 15, you got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 out of 15. That's fine. I don't care. I know you don't care, but still. I wasn't going to win it anyway. Besides, I hate remakes. So that's why I feel like I didn't do that good. I know, but I just wanted it to be fun. You know, and it was, like. And it was kind of fun. It was just, I don't know. And like I said, whenever I do these fun fact trivia things, like it's always interesting to read about them because there was a lot more interesting fun facts that I found about these movies mm-hmm. that I thought were pretty interesting. 
like in My Bloody Valentine, Jensen Eccles, who, spoiler alert, is the villain, he wears the same jacket as his character Dean in um, Supernatural. Wait, he, he's a bad guy? Yeah, he's the killer. In which movie? House of Wax? No, in My Bloody Valentine. Oh, he's in that. Yeah, and in both movies, Jared Padalecki and uh, Jensen Eccles, when they would go back to being in Supernatural, they actually had episodes that were relative to the movies they performed in. Like in House of Wax, there's yeah. an actual Supernatural episode that centers around a wax museum that Paris Hilton guest stars in, which hmm. is interesting. And then in Supernatural, there is an episode called My Bloody Valentine, which is kind of a bit of an homage to Jensen Ackles' performance in the movie. Yeah. Which I thought was cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I mean, I want to do more of these and, you know... Maybe later on in life, you know, we'll get back into doing more movie discussions and maybe some speed reviews. Yeah. I mean, the the quizzes and the trivias are all fun and everything, but I like to get back into doing more, like, discussions together. Yeah, that sounds good. But what did you think overall of this? I mean, even though I do hate remakes, um, the questions were fun. Yeah. I will say. Yeah. And in some ways, you learn something new. I know, but I don't want to learn more about remakes than I should. Yeah, and like I said, when I was looking up facts about the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, yeah. I got sad. Yeah, I'm more of a originals guy. I don't really want to talk about more about really remakes, but I, I know mean, there's some that are good, but not every one of them are. I almost felt compelled to pull a fun fact from Scream Four. Since it's not technically a remake, but it has a remake theme to it. Yeah, and I don't mean to be one of those guys. I know there's a lot of guys out there that hate the remake because it doesn't really follow or has the heart of the original, but it is actually true. And I don't like being one of those guys because it sounds like a whole whole bunch of old geezers just hating on something that's new and reinventive or whatever. Although but I would, honestly, I just, I get where they're coming from, and that's why I kind of don't really like remakes, because there's really no heart in them. I was really happy, though, too, with um, another fun fact I found. Uh, when Rob Zombie was making Halloween, he actually did seek out John Carpenter's, you know, ideas and stuff, and the advice he gave to him was, like, make it your own. You know, because John Carpenter had kind of put this story behind him, and he originally had intended to make the Halloween franchise, like, different story-based themes about Michael Myers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he had Halloween, Halloween 2, Season of the Witch was kind of a weird turn, which I don't think he had all too much, like, control over. But eventually he put the franchise behind him. It didn't end up turning out the way he wanted to be. So he told Rob Zombie, you know, just make it your own. He's like, whatever you decide to do, I'm okay with it. And he ended up actually liking the direction he went in, which I thought was really cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you know, I know another thing, too, I found interesting. William Forsythe, who plays Michael Myers' stepdad, I think you could, we can call him that, in the movie. He has a broken arm and a broken leg. The broken leg is actually real. He got injured prior to production. So his scenes with him in the cast, the leg injury is real. Oh, okay. Yeah. And also, <laughs> I, I hate to have to keep going on with this, but it's just so interesting to talk about. Scout Taylor Compton, who played Laurie Strode in the Halloween movie, had also auditioned to play Donna in Prom Night in the remake, mm-hmm. but she got overturned for Britney Snow. And Emma Stone also auditioned for the role 
of Lori Stone. Lori Stone. Lori Strode. Just fucking say the name. Don't judge me. I'm. You're frustrating me. Go on. But Emma Stone auditioned to play Lori Strode in the Rob Zombie remake. Which how could you? How would you feel about that decision? What if Emma Stone was in it? If Emma Stone played Laurie Strode in the Rob Zombie Halloween remake, do you think that would have been a good movie or a bad movie? Probably would have been a way better movie. How? Have you heard Emma Stone scream? Like, not for nothing, Emma Stone's a great actress, but she's got this raspy voice that I don't think would really sound well when she screams. But I think Scout Taylor Compton did a really good job. Yeah. Yeah. I I gotta watch more of her movies because I just started listening to her podcast with Daniel Harris, Talk Scary to Me, mm-hmm. and it's really fun to listen to. I really enjoy their podcast. I recommend it. So, yeah, yeah, cool. Anything you want to add before we close out? This has been a fun episode. Yeah, it is. Uh, do you have anything to say to anyone before we have to go? Yep, you can listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcast from. So Spotify, Apple, iTunes, iHeartRadio, etc. Uh, you can still follow us on Instagram. Uh, our website's up and posted. Um, so you can check out our blogs and posts over there. Um, other than that, I think we're I think we're all set for the week. Sounds good. Yeah, all stay right. tuned for next week's episode. All right, yep. And uh, this has been an episode of Abby Normal. I'm your host, Colin. <laughs> and I'm Aaliyah. Signing off saying remakes do really fucking suck. As always, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. We are currently on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Be sure to give us a like, subscribe, or a nice review for our podcast. It helps boost our show positively. You can also follow us on Instagram and now on TikTok.